<laughs> the oh, sound of that. Coors Light opening weirdly. I was no, like, a, I need one thing. Oh, yeah, I was like, a, it's time to start the show. That was, a beer, that was a beer crack abortion. You that, that was a power pop, is what I like to call power those. pop. <laughs> Get my power pop on. Coors Light power pop. I think that's what they called uh, like those like surge. Is that a Mountain Dew byproduct? Yeah, it's what it's what what four locos were. They were power pops. Power pops. Let me get my one of them. Some of them power pops. Mm, Yum. Anyways, we're sitting here watching uh, the Super Bowl uh, again, and so we're gonna we're gonna sing a song for you later that you probably haven't heard before. (laughs) It's a good one, and we've rehearsed it. It's a great (laughs) day to be Tom Brady. Okay. So we had a we had a fun time. That was the grunge remix. We had a, we had a fun time in the interlude, so we might as well kick off with that here. So we uh we actually kicked off by uh by having all of our significant others guess five players from the the four majors sports of of football, baseball, hockey, and this the NBA. This is for a shot, right? This is for a shot. So we better we better have Jordan go get us the 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 liquor and the shot glasses so we can uh. We can we can take them we can take them on air. You're not a bitch. Just look out for uh, look, like, out, look, out, look, out, look out look out look out look out look out look out for look out for Brody's water bowl though. This was Zach's old job, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> so you're basically Zach. Now. You're, you are Zach now. But so we asked we asked five players and we asked our significant others to ask for the we asked them for the the team and we asked them for the sport. Uh, and so we'll read off the answers we got. Uh, if each person if gives each a person rundown gives them, of their significant. Yeah, other. what the answers were, because some of them were a little comical. Uh, and then we actually had a tie, and so we'll give the tiebreaker here as we're waiting for the last response to come in. But I think we already know our winner. But the, the five players that we had, uh, which we chose, we we try to choose from people who were recognizable to the average sports fan, but maybe not to those who are not super into sports. And so the first one was Mike Trout. The second one was Sidney Crosby. The third one was James Harden. Fourth was Julio Jones, and the fifth was Luke Keekley. And so my uh, my lovely wife, who is sitting at home listening to us on the stream right now, not. Uh, it was, we're not even streaming right now. We're not even streaming. <laughs> she's, she's streaming something say, else right now. She must be she's, on that NSA internet plan. She's, yeah. she's, she's listening streaming. In. She's streaming black dicks and white chicks right now. She's streaming. <laughs> Amen, brother. Oh, God. <laughs> So, uh, so my lovely wife said on Mike Trout. She said baseball, and then then I asked Question her for mark. a team. And then I asked her for a team, and she goes the Los Angeles Angels. And I said, okay, good job. And she said, I got those right. And I said, yeah. She said, so I pulled the Angels out of my ass. And I'm like, yeah, well, good that's job. how an exorcism works. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that is true, actually. The uh, Sydney Crosby. She goes hockey. Got it right. Then I asked the team, and she said the Wisconsin hockey team. Okay, got there it. There isn't one, is there? There's not a no. there's not a hockey team in Wisconsin, babe. But okay, James Harden is apparently a football player for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Julio Jones Jason blows brains. She goes, up. she goes, she goes a little bit, a little bit, a little bit stereotypical racist here. She said Julio Jones. She goes, he must be, he must play soccer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and she said, the only soccer team I know is FC Dallas. I said, okay. And then Luke Keekley, she goes, she goes, he sounds, he sounds like he plays football. And I said, okay. And then she said Green Bay as well, because apparently that's the only players we're choosing from is Green Bay. <laughs> a lot of Green Bay. So, but that's that. So uh, my beautiful wife got four points out of the 10 available. All right, Ryan. Um, so I, I called Shay and I, um, so she gave me four or five different answers for who Mike Trout was. Um, <laughs> but eventually, 
eventually she did come around to the fact that we literally just went to a baseball game and what she saw Mac try to hit a home run and uh, was able to uh, verify that for us. But she did at one point in time think that Mike Trout may have been a golfer. He could have also uh, been a football player or a hockey player. Professional um, bass fisherman. Yeah. Sidney Crosby, she said she didn't know, but I suspect she may think Sidney Crosby's female. Um, so that's what Lauren so, said. Lauren said yeah. that's, a, that's a girl. So okay. uh, no. She has she has no clue who James Harden is. No clue on that one. Um, Julio Jones, she knew he played football. Uh, apparently, there's some miscommunication. She said apparently he was like there's like a miscommunication because she didn't realize I said Julio Jones because she said she would have gotten Atlanta if I had spoken correctly. But then I think that some football may have been just a guess because she didn't hear the name fully correct. I'm not sure how that how that worked, but. And then, uh, and then Luke Keekley, she had no clue who that was. Maybe if I had spelled it for her, she would have guessed uh, <laughs> something differently. But so, um, how many points did she get? Uh, you know, eventually, I think we actually ended up with three. Cause, like she did, she did know the the you know the Angels and uh, playing baseball there. Um, so she she ended up with three points. So there. three in total. Yeah. Uh, shit. I guess we go to me. So Jordan's actually on site. So she got a on site. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she she just yeah. hangs around our studio like. <laughs> hang, yeah, she's she's an eye test power hour groupie. Groupie. Jeez. Yeah, this was my first time in here. So get on your knees, bitch. So I asked with one of the one of the band members. I asked Jordan who oh Mike God. Trout was. I knew that was going to be a no go because Jordan, he's the best player in baseball. Um, essentially, essentially the, the guys on this list were basically the best players in their sport that you like. But that you may James not. Well, well he, he's one of them. Well, he's way up. He, there. he, he recently won. He recently won the MVP. So, so I mean, like, like, like he, they're the best player. Like obviously, you might say LeBron is the best, but like the best player that may not be hot the, or not. Hot, that, or not. That, hot or not. That well known. So, anyways, and so then I asked Jordan Sidney Crosby. She knew she hockey. Gave, she gave my Absolutely six. no idea on the uh, on the team. Which, yeah, in all honesty, I mean. Hockey stuff. It's we're we're from Texas. We not 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 everybody's very well versed in hockey. To be honest, I couldn't even name the team. So yeah. so, so James Harden. Uh, I I was pretty confident in that one. She nailed that one. Basketball and uh, Rockets. Julio Jones. I was fairly confident in the in the fact that the she knew the sport, but I was not confident in the team, which she struck out on that. Didn't know that. Luke Keekley. Eh, that one's kind of a, a throw up 50-50, and. She didn't get either one He's of them. A linebacker for the Carolina Panthers. Yep. And uh, for the tiebreaker to end it all, <coughs> excuse me. We sent out a picture of. I didn't talk about mine yet. So. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Go ahead. The Taylor. Right now we have two fours. Right uh, now, tied, tied, two, so I called Taylor, and I was pretty confident she was going to nail the first one. Mike Trout, she got without even skipping a beat. Sidney Crosby, she said, "I don't know. Is that even really an athlete?" Uh, <laughs> James Harden blew my mind. She had no she said, idea. She goes, then, she goes, she goes, are female, are female athletics even really athletics? Is yeah, what she right. Said. And then with James Harden, he, he she, she was like, I don't know, uh, basketball. I was like, yes. Do you have any idea on the team? And she was like, the Mavericks. And I'm like, once again, like Jason, I'd blow my brains out of the Mavericks. Uh, Julio Jones, she had no idea. Uh, but then she eventually guessed the NFL. That was her only sport. And then Luke Keekley, she was fully out. So, okay. So four, four points, four tied. So we were we were at a, we were at a three way tie. So we decided to text pictures. I, I just want to say for, for the record that there there is there is one player like I, I think like defensively it's really hard like for to get first off NFL is not a very face front sport right sure yeah and I think out of all defenders 
I think Shea would have gotten Von Miller or Demarcus Lawrence, and I think those are probably the only only defenders in the league that she would have gotten. Huh? Because she she loves for some black reason, she, NFL players. She loves. Well, yeah, she likes black guys, uh, <laughs> but uh, she loves Von Miller. So she for dated some the paciest white guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Show those. You know fuckers. what? You know what? He does have easy access to his sack, though, so that's a good mm. thing. The, uh, the little rip in the crotch what? there. You don't remember that? On Fourth of July, Ryan had a rip in his in his in his That's pants right here. Oh, in his and pants. It, oh, I thought you said he ripped his sack open. No, no, no. He had a, oh. he had a, a casual sack. Oh, yes, you missed the scrotum rip, man. Or something. <laughs> we threw we threw that watermelon in the pool and we started wrestling. And next thing you know, there's a, there's a rip sack in the pool. Yep. And it was bad deal. Right, but back to the tiebreaker. I, I just want to so, bring that up. I was thinking about defenders. I was like, who would Shea have gotten as a defender in the league? I think Demarcus Lawrence and Pro- and maybe Von Miller. So uh, we sent a uh, we sent a picture of uh, uh, of Bryce Harper to all of our significant others, and uh, uh, Lauren guessed uh, uh, well, Greg Barkley uh, <laughs> turned Greg, out to be a what Tim a neurosurgeon in Detroit. Oh, I thought it was, uh, a, I thought it was a guy now. I couldn't Greg, remember. Said Greg. She said Greg Barkley, uh, baseball and Tampa. That's what she said. Nailed so, it. You know what? I'm Good actually, I'm actually, player. I'm actually really, really proud that she guessed. I, I, I don't know. At least if Tampa, a baseball team there. I don't know. If, I don't know if Tampa. She just pulled out of her ass too. But had at to. Least, that at team least is in Tampa. If she chose the Tampa because she knew the Tampa Bay Rays, I would have just. I would have been. She, she picked she the team said, closest to not existing anymore she, in the MLB. Seriously, literally. Yeah. They're they're thinking about going to Montreal. No one goes to Montreal except you if you want to get. Pissed sir, on by good a sir. French guy. I mean, what? they had a good sir. Yeah, exactly. forever. Yeah, sure. I mean, they had the expos and that kind of stuff. But anyways, so uh, so Lauren got one out of three. Taylor got Taylor. Taylor got nothing. And Taylor, out of all the girls, is by far the biggest the baseball, biggest fan. baseball fan. By far, her brother played baseball. Her dad coached baseball. Like that was her and, life. And Taylor actually and she, watches. Baseball. She literally and she hates Bryce Harper by name. And the yeah. second I send her a picture, she's like, "I don't know who that guy is. Does he play for the Packers? Like, I just unreal." So Shay, although not in the running for the tiebreaker, I did send her the picture. She says. He looks familiar, like from a reality show. I don't know. I'm about to say he's a football player. So I that was that, yeah. <laughs> and that was that. So, so I, I, she, I, I, she guessed out of the three she could have gotten. She only guessed for one of them, right? And she, and, and, and she guessed. Uh, that so one. she guessed reality star, which maybe she's thinking of that that dude that was on The Bachelor or something. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. But. And then my significant other is a horn dog, and hates and hates baseball, but she likes guys with good hair, so. She knew all three of them. Good hair and give good head. So she said Bryce Harper. That's right. She said Bryce Harper. Baseball. You know how Jordan likes her dick suck. And the Philadelphia fill me ups. <laughs> yeah, so that so being sure. said, uh, I believe Jordan and Jason do a shot. No. I don't think that's believe, how that went I believe, down. I believe our, our, our resident eye test power hour groupie is going to pour us shots now. Oh, you hear that? Hear that groupie? All right, Tim, you get to pour them. Then you got you're close okay, to the bottle. Gotcha. All right. I'll so, anyways, them. the losing was we all get to take a shot. I'll so, so while these shots are being Jordan poured, is respectfully. If you want to be out on this round, you're good, dude. No, I'm gonna take it, man. I'm gonna take <laughs> nah, it, I'm gonna take it, man. He's like, I am fully in on this. You want to so. pour that on yeah. Tim's phone or what? Oh, we will. We will hey, not Jason's not drinking one, and we didn't complain. That's right. I'll drink Ryan's one. Ryan's gonna go throw hey, up real quick. I'll drink he'll, one. He'll though. I'll go. I'll drink one though with my buddies. <laughs> you can just pull one out of the switch bottle. Me, switch, me, switch, four, me, switch, me, switch me. Switch me. Switch me. Ryan's. Yeah. That, that thing is. That's a begging. We're not taking tequila shots. I don't need a lime, buddy. <laughs> oh, well, well, vodka. Good God, Jordan! 
That's to the rim. I like it, Jordan. That's how you. That's how you end up. Are we all taking shots now? Yeah, we we all lost. So for the listeners, what's happening right now is we have shot glasses that are. I feel like we're on the Howard Stern show right now because we're like talking and watching. We see a girl like queefing into the mic, and then we're on the Howard Stern show. That's. Jordan looks at me like I'm crazy. That's literally yeah, what yeah, happened that, on the that, Howard that's Stern That's what his show. entire show is predicated. Like girls with queef on it, and they. Yeah. yeah, my mom loves that show. Jason's mom loves queefs. My mom literally, <laughs> my mom literally pays for XM Radio solely to listen to Howard Stern. All right, well now you're gonna hear us take a shot on air. So uh, you know, Ooh. Ooh, cheers, damn. cheers to the dog. Cheers, cheers to, to the, the dog and his style. Good job, Jordan. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Gross! I cannot believe you got Bryce Harper. <laughs> nothing says nothing. Nothing says scaring away the Sunday scaries than a shot of vodka at eight forty-five on a Sunday night. Okay, so when you say Sunday scaries, what all does that? What all does that entail for you? Is that yeah, how just scary? Shit, was is that your, just shitting your how pants? How scary or was your Sunday? No, no, no. Sunday scaries is like realizing realizing on Sunday that the weekend's oh. over. That's right. What do you think Sunday Scaries is? Like you wake up and you're like hallucinating because all the absinthe you drink on Saturday no, did night. Did you not hear what I said? I said, does does that mean just shitting your pants or what? And uh, I don't. So I don't want to go down memory lane, Jason, but I want to I want to run something past you. So as a kid, the Sunday Scaries is something I thought about as a kid when we were in elementary school. Okay. And when people talk Jordan, about it, like, oh, work, you. work, work, work. I Love don't hate you. my job that much. That ass looks good. Tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate my job that much. Like, going to work doesn't really bug me all that much. Like, it's fine. I, I, I'd rather just be rich and not working, sure. But I don't mind going to work. The Sunday scaries, for me, back in the day, I remember we would always have family, just like today. I was at a family party. We always do family parties on Sunday. Yeah. And I have vivid memories of sitting on the carpet eating my food or whatever. Because I, I was so young, I didn't get a chair yet. I just had to sit on the floor and eat fucking food. But... I would think about how that coming week at Stonegate, our elementary school, don't creep us out too much. If we didn't have one of our two gym weeks how of the month, shitty it was going to be. I would think about having music, especially art or music, one of the two, and it would literally ruin my week. I'd remember like, oh my god, I had PE last week. That means this whole week is going to be, you know, whether it's Miss Kirk's yeah, yeah. music class, whatever. Kirk, Miss Kirk. Yeah. That was the Sunday scaries for me. Do you, did you ever have those moments where you realized that that week you were stuck in a fucking class where you said, Okay, well, hold on. Let me pull or... back the curtain a little bit here. I totally thought that the Sunday scaries was just like being hungover and like being afraid of shit in your It can pants. be. But Sunday scaries is meant to be like like you realizing that you're no longer able to sleep in every day like you can on, on Saturday and okay. Sunday morning. And that, and that you're, you're about to have to go and do something that you may not want to do for the next, you know, Nine ten hours. Can I tell you guys? Uh, I've literally never heard the, t- the term Sunday scary. No, okay. So, so, so I actually have, and I feel like this has been explained to me like three to four times now, and I, I literally forget it that many times. But I know what you're saying. I feel like though, over the last, I don't know, three to four years, I enjoy on Sunday just sitting on the couch and just fucking just eating off. Vegging yeah, there's, out. There's nothing wrong with Sunday. It's it's right about now. It's about it, it, it's, it's thinking about, it's about, about it's having about, your week coming it's about, up. It's about five six p.m. on Sunday, and you're like, "All right, another five days of work I got to get to." Now, I personally love my job. Like I think a lot of people in here do, but but nah. you know, it's it's. <laughs> Ryan's, Ryan's like, "That's a now. I'm out. But to think, but to think, like, okay, I just had a really great weekend. And you know what's worse is that I'm coming off of a week of vacation. And so not only do I have the Sunday scaries, I got vacation scaries. Vacation I got to go back to work scaries. tomorrow and get back at it. And it's like, damn, last week I was 
sleeping in, drinking a beer at 10.30 a.m. and doing whatever I wanted to for the rest of the day. Do you not drink a beer at 10.30 a.m. every day? Not not in my line of work, Jason. No, I'm not. Oh. It's not like a rush what truck like center where you get to work. Someone pulls up and says, says man, I'm kind of looking at a Peterbilt. You're like, well, let me get you a damn middle light. We'll walk around and check the lot out. How about that? <laughs> that doesn't sound bad, though. <laughs> yeah. As much as you may want to make fun of him, that's yeah. no, that sounds cool. That sounds like a great job, but I'm <laughs> yeah. saying, like, I'm not drinking middle yeah. light at 1030 in I'm my job. I'm not either. Now, by 2 p.m., usually I'm at tight ends working, but... You know, it is what it is. Yeah, he's really working it at tight ends. Yeah. He's working that, that, that head through his shorts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Amen, brother. You got zip fly shorts? I know what you're saying. <laughs> Ryan's, Ryan's at Fidelity taking calls. He's like, so you want to change your password? Yeah, fuck yeah, you want to change your password. <laughs> that so sounds what you want good. to change it to? Sexy lingerie, 69. I'll tell you what, that sounds yeah. like a good password. The lady's like, no, uh, mashed potatoes, 14. <laughs> no, something stupid like Dude. Ruger 2210 or something like that. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I disguised it somewhat. Honestly, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot. Anybody that's listening that's well versed in guns knows what to do now, Tim. Dude, honestly, one of, my, one of the things about the job I like a lot, I like whenever uh, I have to ask someone what their email address is because their email addresses are always so fucking stupid. <laughs> like, uh, it's Kit Kat. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Pussy hold at gmail.com. Right? Oh, God. You damn. don't even know. Try being in a line of work where you're asking truck drivers what their emails are so that you can email them the spec. Trump is truck. Jesus at, at <laughs> yahoo.com. No, 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 no. Lot it's, lizard it's eight. Like the, the amount. <laughs> Lot lizard eight. The amount of 69s that I have had to type into email addresses. It, it'd blow your mind. <laughs> and it's not the year they were born? Like, no, no, it was not. Well, you know what? Some of them like, could have been, though. Yeah, 69, you're like, you're born in 74. I feel like that was a pretty prevalent year yeah, for, well. for truck drivers. Yeah. Probably. 69, yeah, 69, the year of the truck driver. The year of the truck driver. <laughs> I mean that makes that makes them what fifty now. You know, so, yeah, that's about that's about a truck the driver. Bri- age. The yeah. British invasion was coming to the end. You know, Hendrix was kind of on the rise. <laughs> Everyone was having kids and putting them in their uh, in their big wheel trucks and getting them ready. You know, uh, everyone's getting head at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. That's sure. <laughs> who wrote Who wrote Summer of '69? Who was that? Uh, it was Brian Adams? Yeah. Was it? No. Uh, was, was it? Summer of '69. <laughs> or, 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 or Bowling for Soup. <laughs> no, it was definitely not bowling for soup. <laughs> there was no horn solos in the middle of, middle of summer of '69. Yeah. All right. So actually, somebody Google. I, I'll Google that. I'm almost positive it was Brian Adams, and uh, Bowling for Soup did cover it, and it was yeah, you know, it was okay. It was Bowling for Soup, so it sounded like them just covering that song. So. Didn't band. Can't hate that. Yeah, that's right. Anyways. So what are we talking about today? Yep, it was Brian Adams, by the by way. By the way, Ryan, I want you to leave me a little time at the end for storytelling with Chad. Right. Storytelling, not even wow. fun times, just storytelling. I can do a fun times if you want, but storytelling It'll with It'll be Chad. a storytelling with like a choose-your-own-path type of story. Kind of thing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's like a virtual reality. Yeah, it's going to be like very RPG. We're just going to go for it. Oh, yeah, that, right. that's uh, what I was looking first for. First up, I, I wanted to finish up our topic from last time. We talked about players getting more money, and what is it that the league was looking for in there, and like, what is the concession? Yeah, I don't know if you guys have for seen the that. CBA you're talking well, about specifically. Well, I, I don't give a shit, but you know, the, uh, more money, more money for the salary cap. What so players getting more money? What is it that they're giving up? What is the league wants? Have you guys seen the reports of the league wanting two less preseason games? Uh, the 18 game schedule, yep. but the players play a maximum of 16. Yes, and that's the most retarded thing I've ever so, seen. So, the, the, that, but but that's my theory though. It's like it, they're saying we'll give you more money, but us as the league. 
we want two more games because we're going to recruit. So, now, are, are you two aware of this, what he's talking about? No, yeah, no, I am. Okay, okay. 100%. D- d- now, Tim, have you read? I, I, know, I know you're on vacation. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't read the, hey, we won 18, we won 18 games. See, I have read that, but I haven't, I, haven't read, I haven't read the stipulation. I haven't read the stipulation. The, the it's only 16 games. So, yeah, the, the, the league yes. is looking for doing 18 games, but each a player can only play a max of 16. So, what the league is looking at doing, which is actually, I think, kind of, I, I don't like the idea, but I think that this is smart on their part because – the players are all saying we don't want to play 18, and they're saying, "Okay, well, ball's in your court now. You don't have to play 18. We want 18 games on the schedule, and you don't want to play 18. So let, 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 we're going to put this in the middle. So they're going to come to an agreement soon. But that essentially puts it in the, in the hands of the players to say that if you're on a shitty team, you can play 16 and quit. But if you're if you're on a good team, like like if you if you say I'm going to sit out two games during the year, and you're, no, no, you you know have you're to, you have to sit out too. Oh, you have to sit. That's out. A, it's a requirement. Yes, a player can only. You play are not allowed to play more than sixteen so games. So the, the strategy comes in now. I, I don't like the idea. I I, just, I think it's stupid. I think it's fucking dumb. Yeah. But I, I I do think that it's interesting thing about the strategy because let's say Dak let's say Dak is healthy the whole season. There's no issues with his knees or there's no issues, right? You have to choose two games for your starting quarterback to sit out. And we haven't even defined a backup yet, so for us, that's a right. whole conundrum. Yeah. So you're it, like, would put, it would put the importance in some of the backup. It would, it would put the importance in it. Almost well, be like it, it would almost say instead of giving more money to the players who are good and meaningful to the team, it would say we need to give money to our backup players. Yeah. To yeah. where we're saying that our and it's going to bring viewership down because you know teams are going to align. Teams that have already guaranteed playoffs by week 16, right? Yeah. It'll be like, all right, we're both going to put in our backups. Guess what happens with money then? People don't that, watch that game. They're like, that the eh, I would say, I would say them trading on. off. Isn't that the danger? Because if you haven't sat your quarterback yet and it comes week 16, like you have to know that you've confirmed playoffs, right? So if you're already in week 16 and you still have one game left to sit your quarterback, you're fucked. Now, what, what if. What if you're not in that position? What if like you lose a game? Go get Colt was... McCoy. Yeah. Do, do y'all know if it's a culmination of quarters? If you can take somebody out like in the middle of a game, tw- you know. So that would be that'd that, be a better. That's way to an do interesting it. point that I hadn't really thought about yet. Because Dad. if it is, that wouldn't be so bad. Not, not in bad, blowouts, right? pull people out, yeah. and be done with it. Like I, okay, I would assume. But that'd be so crazy. Week 18, a, a make it or break it game. And you know you're talking about like, like you're missing Dak, a quarter Dak, by your star Dak, player. Yeah, and Dak yeah. is Dak is like Dak only has three okay, quarters he can yeah. play in this game. And, it's and like, that, do you choose the first quarter for him not to play? There would be so three? much drama if the Cowboys lost in an easy game to something like that. Like the the backup comes in and throws four interceptions. Yeah, that's why I, 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 I don't think in in the way that they're talking about it. In zero way do I think that it's like a, a culmination of the quarters. It's going to be games on active roster. Is what it's going to be. Yeah, you're, 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 it's a bad idea. But now, now oh, it's on, terrible. On idea. the flip side, I guess is like if you're going to be injured a little, if you're going to be injured a little bit anyway, like okay, so I, I had I had a knee issue this this year. Well, I had to take two games off anyway, so I guess it might as well be while I'm nursing my my knee. I, I don't, like I, say, I don't, I don't like it, but I, I, I'm like looking at it like okay, where are they coming from? But I, I, what I like, I, I like the idea of the league coming up with that idea because it's creative and going, okay, players. But there, there, there's, there's the thing. Ball so, court. so, so that's where I'm at. I think they floated that out there with, like, the entire idea of being like, okay, let's let's push this out there and see how dumb they actually think it is, and so that ultimately we hope that they come back and say, because a lot of people have pushed for this, bumping it one more game for the season, making it a 17 game season, uh, like taking away one preseason game, dropping it to three, but then having two bye weeks during the season. 
to where it's split up would, into a period almost, of I would thirst. almost say do the same thing, but instead of dropping it one preseason game, dropping it to two preseason games. So right now it's two at is four. plenty. Two okay. is it's at, it's plenty. at four, right? But, but, and, and there's there's the fifth if you so play the Hall you of the Fame, Fame game. game. I think it can stay. That's like more of a ceremony yeah, than yeah, it yeah. is. Like but a, here's the number one fucking bargaining chip that the NFL has over the NFLPA and what they're going to use 100%. The weed thing, y'all watch. That That's was, going to be the most pivotal thing in this next That was CBA. my argument, is the weed is going to be... That is going to be the most pivotal thing. So you're saying that the, the NFL will say, hey, we'll give you more money, but weed is like, if you test positive for no, marijuana... No, 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 no. I'm saying, they'll, they'll say, hey, we'll work out the money thing. Y'all probably get a little bit more. But if y'all want weed and to not pop on drug tests for you to Got be it. suspended, give us you games. give us two more games or just the one. Right, yeah, I could agree more. And, and Look we'll at what's that. happening right now. Tyree Kill was not convicted. It what didn't happen. But there's a lot of proof. This guy's coming back to play next year without any suspension, and you have the Greg Hardys of the world. Or not Greg Hardy, uh, uh, Randy Gregory. Randy, Randy Gregory, who's like his life was completely changed. He's a dumbass. He knew it was coming, whatever you want to call it. Still, about weed. Like, weed ruined this guy's career. Yeah, he was a perennial no, player. You're right. Think about that. A dude who just keeps, like, assaulting his family members yeah. is like, yeah, you're good. I'm good. Yeah, but... Yeah. but I'm not even going to get the same suspension that Zeke got, and yeah. there was no proof for Zeke. No. I'm just going to walk away in, from in it. In fact, like, in fact, Zeke's case, there, there was actually a lot of proof that there was... He didn't do anything. Yeah, okay. Anywho. Doesn't um, matter. Like, right, but anywho, yeah, that guy who we know keeps, like, or, or the Cleveland Browns wide receiver. Uh, they got oh, some, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. same thing. Like this is a guy that could have brought so much money to the NFL, but instead they banned him because of smoking weed. So and we, they called him a drug addict. And I'm like, I'm not a big pothead myself, but that seems a little bit strong for yeah. a guy that likes the, to smoke thing, a couple doobies. Like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of torn. Smoking like, more than a couple, but sure, yeah. But because, still, even if he's a pothead, who cares? Yeah, there are yeah. states that made it legal, but the NFL is still like, even if you live in, if you're a Broncos player, get fucked, you're banned from the league. Oh, but yeah. Tyree Kill can go beat his child and like get away with it. I'm so like, torn. I'm so torn on this because I'm like, on one hand, I'm like, obviously, like, hey, you know, it was against the rules. You kept smoking weed, and you like. Yes. On the other hand, I'm you're on a dumbass for that. On the other hand, but, be, be, even being someone who I just don't smoke weed, I don't care to whatever. I'm like, it's weed. He might as well drink a beer, like yeah. you know. He I, might I as well have had three Coors Lights at the bar. Like yeah. it's, he's not gonna fuck anybody up over it. He's not gonna go beat his family because he smokes weed. Three Coors weed. Lights, what, what Jason calls breakfast. So. <laughs> God damn. I'm just saying, like uh, Jason don't, nailed, don't Jason nailed it on the head. Seven Coors Lights in front I, of you, and you already said you drank I a couple this morning. Bigger, so don't even talk about it. I honestly it. believe that a bigger topic than the money in the CBA is going to be around marijuana. I really do think it's gonna be a bigger topic. Oh, that, than that's money. that is going to be. Because everybody's like, how do NBA stars not smoke so much weed? Why do they never pop? I'm like, because they already pulled it out of their collective bargaining agreement. They yeah. don't pop on weed. No, that, you don't think those fucking players smoke the, weed? Are you kidding me? Like, hey, dude, I'm telling you right now, the NFL knows that's their that's their ace in the hole. That's yep. their number one. It Not the money, none of that shit. Nope. That's their ace in the hole. Go smoke weed all you want. Yes. Give us two give games. Us, give us eighteen games. Yeah. yeah, and that's whenever it becomes. Then it becomes. How do those play out? Do you, I would say. I would say weed and two two preseason games would be. But so what's hey, funny we'll, we'll is the down. NFL owners are obviously smart. They're all billionaire businessmen. Yeah. And whenever their rebuttal is, oh, you don't like that? Well, then just play sixteen, and then they freak out. Dude, they've got their dicks in their hands right now, and they're, no. they're they got all of the power right now. They're for, like for real. The, the league, the league. First off, pushing that deal to the table, saying. 
well, you guys keep saying you only want to play 16. Well, we're only going to make you play 16, right? Them step one doing that. They have, they have all the chips. And, and now, and now the competitive spirit comes yeah. out and they're like, well, the motherfucker, I want to play every game. If there's, yeah. It's like, well, then what are you okay. arguing about? Right. If you want to play every game, I, play I, every game, I motherfucker. Just, and, and, and like I just said a while ago, I don't think that the 16-game cap idea on an 18-game season, I don't think that that's realistic. In no. zero way, shape, or form do I ever think that that would happen. you got to make think, it be able to play would, if you want. And I would okay, argue. Okay. I would. And, and, and another part of it actually is because of this. So think of the consumer who spends hard-earned money Buys a fucking crazy expensive ticket to go to a game. Yeah, you buy a license to Jerry World. Yeah, yeah. You buy a license to Jerry World, and then this is the game that Zeke's sitting out and Zeke's not playing. Yeah, Zeke's sitting out, and instead of instead of Dak, you've got fucking. Uh, but see, uh, I would, uh, Mike, whatever. If White, I was, if Mike I was White, the, Mark Sanchez is going to come play if, quarterback. If, if, like, if I was, if I was, man. if I was the lawyer <laughs> on the other end of the table from from Chad, and Chad's arguing saying we've got all the power, we're going to say eighteen. You would you to have wheat smoke all the way you want to, and we'll drop it down to two preseason games instead of four. I, NFLPA guy, lawyer over here, I would say, do you, Mister League Commissioner, if you're saying, hey, 18, and then if you're really pissed off about it, well, we'll just make it a 16 game cap. Do you think the NFLPA? I would say, do you really want that? Do you really want two more extra games where you're gonna have fans who are gonna be pissed off? And you're going to probably have viewership drop off when there's those two games there. If you're, if you're talking about limiting it at 16, it doesn't matter where it is in the season. It doesn't matter if it's if it's week three or it's week 18. You're going to have a drop in viewership of that game itself. Well, can, can, I, so, do, you, do you really want to lose out on, on, on the money and the well, advertising on dogs on can those? Realistic here? Do you guys honestly think that they're going to lose viewers? They're, I think they will. Uh, no, I think, but I, but I do, I do think, I do think the fans will be mad. I think somebody like think, my think, father, think, who is a very minor sports fan, yes. Everybody beyond that, no. But I would almost, I watch random games from the fucking, you know what I mean, just like I whatever. Classics. Classics. I, I just, I just wonder, and obviously, it's it's going to happen at some point. I don't it know will. if it's the next all five of these to changes ten years. happening in some yeah, way w- w- so. within the next five to ten years. At some point, it's going to happen. I wonder what the saturation point will finally be for the NFL. I don't think the NFL but, but is going to have the, one because, because the revenue and the viewership keeps climbing with every 16 year. games. You have eight home games a year. This year it climbed. The, the, the years previous it did not though. And I would t- I would argue that the NFL's young worst, teams are helping. The worst the worst nightmare the NFL's ever had was kneeling during the Star Spangled Banner. And yeah, that, that was, was that was and, the and scariest that, thing for them. Hey, that people were turning it off. It, and here's it the still deal. climbed. Here's here's not 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 in the year not in that year. The the, the NFL, oh, it's, NFL climbed. Viewer, it's climbed this year. Go look at the numbers. The NFL the NFL viewership two dropped, years ago, technically. dropped dropped for like three consecutive years. NFL viewership dropped until this past season when it climbed back up. But remember, and so, but and, so, and, so, and so I would I would argue I would I look at the numbers because I I I was. I was thinking on long time chasing because I remember I remember the reports coming out. Everyone's like, "We're going to stop watching," and it was like, "Well, okay, you stopped watching." It's still going. Why, up. why did our ratings go up? Yeah, so. it was still high. It didn't go up. The NFL. I promise you, the NFL. The NFL viewership went down in those years. It was still. It was still talking about a. a, a you're still talking about a 38 percent share of the market that it was grabbing, and so that is that is an argument you yeah. could take and say. Okay, yeah, our viewership dropped from thirty eight percent down to thirty four percent, but we're still taking thirty four percent of the market share in that market on that single in that single three four hour event. I totally get it, but I would I would argue that the, the NFL would probably be hit harder like that if you said, hey, you're going to force us to have to have to sit players for two games there. That's you're gonna you're gonna drop in viewership okay. so, in that period of time. I, I have a quick argument on that though. Like while it is going up this past season, do you all not give any credit? To Patrick Mahomes and Baker Mayfield 
and what's happening with the younger players. We've been stuck in this realm of the same quarterbacks and the same superstars for a long fucking time. But, 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 but you know what? No. If those I, things go up, they have to counteract some of that negativity. They have no, to they, counteract they do. some of it. They, they, they do. Because I know for me, I didn't tune into Kansas City games until last year. Yeah, I, would, okay, I, I okay. might on accident, but I wasn't yeah. like, I'm going to watch okay, fucking but, Patrick. But, but, but Chad, but Chad yeah. hey, so, now I am. <laughs> hey, hey, at the same time, it, that... It's a vicious cycle. It always happens that way. You you have newer yes. players that are in the league, but the NFL has been through a big drought. They, they well they they have and actually and it's really funny. I read an article the other day and it's talking about how we're about to in the next two to three years we're about to have the drop off and like the release of an amount of quarterbacks that we haven't seen since like ninety eight or ninety nine. Rogers, Brees. Rivers, Eli Manning, Drew Brees. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're 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 Tom about to Brady, lose a lot of perennial guys. But so here's here's my argument to that. Then was they say okay, well the young players are getting people invigorated; and they want to watch the game. I would argue that there are more there are more fair weather fans. There are more middle of the road fans. They only watch their pieces local pieces of shit is what you're trying to say. Exactly. There there are more pieces of shit out there than there are <laughs> diehard fans like all of us in the room. If there's if there is a I'm not trying not to do a Vikings game. If there's a um, uh, a, a Chargers Kansas City game. Are we probably still going to turn on the TV and watch it? Yep. If you go find the average fan who really only watches Cowboy games and that's about it, they're probably not going to turn on Sunday Night nope. Football, Monday Night Football to watch those games. And so I would I would make the argument that there is a larger chunk, and I have no stats to back this up, but I would make the argument that's that what this a, shows all about. Yeah, no, I would make the argument there's a larger there's a larger chunk of viewership that comes from people wanting to watch football games because football is exciting than they are about fans of the actual team itself. And so people won't turn on a Chargers, a Chargers Kansas City game in Dallas if they feel like for some reason players are kneeling or they're sitting players because the CBA now allows you forces you to do that. They're going to have less, less Dallas viewers watching Kansas City Chargers game. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that if you did that, you would see a drop in viewership bigger than you're giving it credit. Because I feel like I, I feel like there are more fair weather fans than I, there are diehard. And I fans. agree with all this, but I want to I want to bring up one thing to everybody. I want everybody to answer their own opinion. How does the how does the NFL cultivate interest? How do they make you interested? How do you keep doing it? And I know the simple answer. I already know it. I'm curious, Ryan. What do you think? How do they cultivate this interest that no matter all this bullshit going on? They still well, are fifty percent better off than every other major sports that, that league. You're saying cultivate the interest in that a viewer will turn on a random game that they have no interest in, or what? He, he just means why in people general, watch. Why, is the NFL why, s- why do people watch? And, it? and it's well, a simple thing that is glorious about the league. Well, and there, I want, there, there's multiple reasons. Uh, uh, what one, do you think is your number one though? One. So one being is well, I, I, I don't know uh, what my number one is, but I'll probably figure it out. I feel like Jason's already on to this. I, but, I, I know where you're going. The, the, the NFL one. It's only got 16 games. Every game is very important. You already nailed it. That yeah. is that is why this matters. But nothing really matters to the NFL. I think they never really worry that much because of baseball oversaturated. I get it. Like the older I get, the more I get it. When I was hockey, younger, hockey, I watched hockey. So it, it, it's literally way. on a scale. Baseball is 162 games. Yep. There are 16 games in a regular season of football. 162 regular games in baseball. Ten That's 10 times. The and I don't want to say I'm not a and baseball you to, fan. You go to NBA and hockey, so, it's 20% so, so, more. Yeah. So the yeah, equivalent of every 10 games in baseball is the equivalent of one game and it make, in football. And it, 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 people are like, oh, you're not a baseball fan anymore. What happened? I'm like, fucking work happened. I don't know. I can't watch it. Yeah. But the NFL is positioned where the majority of marquee games happen on Sunday. Well, 
all day. Well, well it's because on you, a day you, you're you, off. You talk about it all week. You're like, oh man, yes. well, hey, we we, we well, have it makes sports radio yeah. good to me. You're you're like, like, we got the Saints this week, man. Here, here's yep. some factors. Here's some factors. And you finally uh, see as well. it. I, I want to add in some stuff uh, because one, uh, fantasy football is by far the best fantasy sport there is, and I, and I think that's one thing that's that really keeps the NFL afloat. Yep. Is it's I, doable by the average it, person, in right? My, in like, my in my own life, I could tell you probably four or five people who don't watch football that play fantasy football. Yep. They, 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 the NFL. We've had them in our leagues for years. For years. Damon and all those people like we've Damon, had them around. Travis, Adam, they, they, yeah. they, 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 they play. They don't care about football. They like looking at the number aspect but, but of they, trying to yeah. figure out the best the optimum lineup. Like they can wrap yeah. their head around watching a game or two. Yeah. Okay, so so, so baseball is so, like an everyday goddamn so thing. So that, like, that helps. Um, I, I I don't think maybe the NFL quite maybe maybe they do maybe they're, they're just geniuses and we're stupid. But I don't know if they realize how good they're like because the way they're set up right now is such a good. I think that the playoffs only having the number of teams six from each uh, conference is great. But they keep talking about expanding playoffs, which I think is so stupid. Like why expand the playoffs? Think about think right, about right now. It's perfect. Think about this crazy stat. The average NFL license for a seat, like think Jerry World, to get a, to get season tickets is thirteen hundred percent more than a baseball team. Yet in baseball, you're getting hundred and eighty-two games compared to eight. Hundred sixty-two. Sorry, hundred sixty-two games compared to eight. Yeah, so that is insane. The market that they've captured from a just a business standpoint is unreal. I mean, they've. They've already well, won the actually, lottery. Actually, 81 games compared to eight. It's a home game. Hey, sorry, yeah, 81, yeah, 81, 81 games compared to eight. So again, 10, times 10 times the amount yeah. of games for 1,300% less money. Like, that is – that's hard to fathom. Like, I mean, that's really hard to comprehend. And on top of that, we're expand, the NFL is expanding Mexico presence, London presence. Okay. And games so, are leaving that. So you may only get six or seven okay, games so, at home all right, so time for out. the same price. Time out. This plays – Right into the point that I was going to make, you saying that. So their bargaining chip, when they're 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 offering this eighteen games, but sixteen game caps cap on player because and I've read multiple things that that like pro football talk has talked about on this. What is not about this? They podcast? they are they are trying. Ultimately, the, the NFL they want that seventeen game season, mm-hmm. and I think and it's because of reading this and reading some other things. I think they want that seventeen game season. Because I think that gives them the ability to keep the eight home games, eight away games, and that one single else. game can be some an international game that is played. And I couldn't agree more. That I mean, way honestly. they can spread that 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 I don't, I'm about to say cultural relevance. They they can spread this U.S. football phenomenon around the rest of the world. And now Ryan's and uh, I mean, a, a, Ryan's activating a stand up desk now. And, be, so. and being. And being, <laughs> and being, uh, uh, whatever number station we are, the home of the Cowboys, not yeah. really, but we, Six. the international presence that Romo brought from Mexico, I think is really driving a lot of this. When you're bussing in fucking large loads of people from Mexico, you're looking at money that's untapped, everything else. But my, my ultimate culmination of this discussion argument is that Tim, your your player association, and I'm Roger Goodell. I I think that the, the way you define this is don't do 18 games, knock out two preseason games, make it the Hall of Fame ceremony. Yep. Play whoever you want. Make that your own call. You're an idiot if you play your starters. Nobody ever does. And and then from there, make it a 17 game season where everybody can play. 
And I think Jason may be on some. If you throw that last game into Mexico or London or fuck Bangladesh, I have no idea who's interested. But yeah. I mean, how is that some? But players get weed and they get more money. I'm yeah. like, everybody wins. Fans win. Yeah. Players win. I could, owners I could, win. I could like, see. I could see that being the compromise. I and I think I think if you if you if you pose it as it's a 17 game season. And we're not going to an even game number because humans, we just naturally want an even game number, right? But that 17th game, wherever it falls within that 17 weeks, that is the international game. That yep. is the game we play in Mexico City. It's the game we play in London. It's the game the game we play in Paris. It's the game we play in Frankfurt, Germany. It's, it's where we play to be able to cultivate the, the, the league. And you could make, you as Roger Goodell and me as the NFLPA, you could make that argument to say, hey, wouldn't you want it to where you as the NFLPA, you could have more and better players from all over the world rather than just cultivating it just yep. here. You could have some German players, some French players, some some, some Mexico well, players as much come as we in want and to play, th- even though the Mexico players are just going to be kickers. But you know, As whatever. much as we want to think America is team badass and all that stuff, which we are, we've made this happen. Look at MLB. American football. It's Look at MLB. Is. We have the goddamn Dominican Republic taking over our league. That is the middle of nowhere shithole. I mean, I mean, the least racist way possible. Like that is a very poverty, like in poverty but you know, country. But you know, like, the thing is, is that, is, that, is that I would argue with you if you want to go to the baseball argument. I would argue with you that that the Dominican Republic and a lot of the Caribbean countries and the Latin American countries have single handedly saved the MLB. I don't disagree. That that, 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 that the that the that the MLB Dude. itself, talent pool wise, white dudes dropped, don't want to play so, baseball my God, anymore. No, they but don't. okay, but if you look at the demographics of baseball. Caucasian is still the number one. It is, 100%. but it's getting it's getting it's, overran it's, it's, though. But the thing is, look at the take, Rangers. I mean, look at the if you, took, if you took all the international players out of the MLB, I'm talking Asian markets, the 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 Caribbean markets, the the uh, Hispanic Latino markets. You took it out of there, you would have a lower quality of baseball. Think about well, this, no, Jason. When we're argue, when we're at the World not. Series, Nelson Cruz. Don't I know you're getting all upset. <laughs> Nelson Cruz, Neftali Feliz, Elvis Andrews. Beltray. Uh, Julio Bourbon. Beltray. Adrian Beltray. I mean, no, you're no, looking no, no, at I, like no, I, I everybody. Get, no, I completely get Wilson. your... <laughs> <laughs> he probably thought it. Oh, man, he was a really light-skinned Dominican. Yeah. Um, no, okay, no I, I, 100% I get your point, but what the deal is, what the MLB the actually... Won. <laughs> <laughs> what the MLB actually, as of lately, has been more concerned with is the lack of African-American ballplayers because they don't it, care about baseball. Anymore. It, it's down to an all time low. Well, it, it, it's like six and a half, seven percent, but they've never really cared. But about let, let me ask American community has never really cared about baseball. Right. The, I think I the mean, problem I mean, is I mean, the I mean, athleticism was, level is so much lower than basketball and football. Well, it's not attractive to them to go play baseball. I, 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 dude, I it, sit in the outfield and maybe catch a ball. Well, like, I have to let wonder, me, let me well, go do that. It has to do with a great pinch hitter and steal bases. How much it has to do with the fact that there's not currently a black star because think about that. That is a very Barry, big Barry point. Bonds, Hank Aaron's Willie, uh, Willie Mays. These dudes uh, like, like Jackie Robinson. I mean, yeah, you, you really, they, they, these historically are the best players in the history. But of baseball. Back, when you're talking about these players, you're talking about a time when baseball was bigger than every other sport. Yeah. And probably, and probably, if you look at it, if you look at it, those black players, I mean, I mean, so I mean, so. I mean, I guess, I guess you can argue that, that Willie Mays, Jackie Robinson, they probably grew up, in poverty, but you look at the inner cities now. I would, I would, I would probably make the argument 
that the inner cities now are harder to get out of, and MLB is 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 not the route that you would choose to get out of. Basketball. It would be basketball. It's basketball. It would have to be basketball or football for you to get out of it. You gotta look inner no one, cities. No one chooses. No one chooses MLB to get out of it. And so I would say that Willie Mays and Jackie Robinson grew up in a time of of, of segregation, of of extreme racism. Of of and Jim America's Crow era, sport was baseball. but they but they like, still they still it. could get out because of baseball. But and I would say that those at those times the black community wasn't nearly wasn't nearly as as assaulted by the amount of problems that we're seeing in the black communities. Like you know the rise of crack cocaine in, in the in the eighties, the 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 rise of the rise of, of you know single parent families that you have now in the African American community. So, also, this is that support it that you say that now like why would I want to go to the MLB? There's no, there's no future for me there. I'm going to go it's to the super white sport. Of, correct, exactly. Well, plus Dominicans. I, here, here's, here's a good question. Who <laughs> would you Latin say? America. Who would you say the the current the best black player in baseball right now is? Oh, Giancarlo Stanton. Is is or, Stanton or, black? Or yeah. what's his face? Um, um, Aaron no, Judge. No, no, it's the it's Mookie Betts. Yeah, Mookie. Right. Yeah, you go. Yeah. Okay, okay. American, an American, an American yeah. black player. Yeah, it'd probably be Mookie or because um, no, Mookie, Mookie is. Mookie, I had no idea John Carlos hey, Stanton was black. Mookie is a great pick. Hey, tell you what, Mookie, that's a great pick for amazing player who nobody knows. Like, if obviously, if you who was watch, the dude for the pir- the Pirates that was phenomenal? For uh, Andrew Robert. McCutcheon. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew McCutcheon. McCutcheon. He was, he was, yeah, he was Irish. He, he was, was he a center fielder? He was Irish. Oh yeah, he yeah, was. Oh, obviously, yeah. we know these players. But do you guys... Irish? They're, black people can be Irish? It was a joke. McCutcheon was his last name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, a joke. Oh, Andrew McCutcheon. Man, we've been really serious for like the last... <laughs> Andrew O'Connor. Wow. All of a sudden, we have a decent podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's going on here? All right, Ryan, what's your point? I'm curious. No, I just, uh, about who the best, I just, I just want to know who you thought the best black player was. Mookie Betts is probably correct. Yeah. How, however, again, do you think anybody in America knows who Mookie Betts is? Like people who are, are like sports fans, yeah. Right, get your phones out. Let's text a significant others. And let's ask Honestly, them. I I know his no, name and that's about it. Exactly. Like, exactly. I, he plays. He plays he but plays, I mean, he plays the Red Sox. To the same argument, though. Think about it. Like, think about the what LeBron or Jordan or like think about Jordan's shoes. Like, I mean, even if you're in poverty, you want Jordan's shoes. Like, the amount the NBA has done to capture that. Yeah. Oh, you they, know, that talent. It, is, as far as staying like within the times and being the most culturally relevant. The NBA has lapped Everybody everyone needs to else. look at their CBA and be like, that's what we should do. Yes. Because the NBA is thriving right now. Yes. With this offseason, yeah. thriving. Okay. But, I am so uh, yeah. excited for but, basketball but, next hey, year. Like, Chad, it is unreal. That's amazing. That you, uh, that's a great segue because that's actually what I wanted to talk about the first thing last podcast, and I didn't uh, I didn't do that. So, which was the fact that we Did sat... Did you go do cocaine in the bathroom? What did you just go <laughs> yeah. do? Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the fact that we sat here... Yes. The fact that we sat here... And during the NBA Finals, we, we sat here and we all were like, are you guys interested in the Finals? And I was kind of like, uh, everybody... No, the NBA sucks. Everything's the same. Everyone, everyone at this table was like, hey, we're big sports fans. But guess what? Even though Toronto may win their first NBA Finals, I don't give a shit, right? We all said that. But guess what? A few weeks later... I'm fucking pumped about the NBA. The NBA looks like it did back in like the 90s. Like it, it yeah. is becoming the well, most interesting Well, hold on, hold sports. on. The West... Okay, there is the West East conundrum. Well, I do agree. I would say, I mean, the East East isn't isn't East down. is better I mean, now I mean, than I mean, it was two, yeah. two months ago. The you Nets, I mean, the Nets, well, time the East, East is better because of one. Not this year. Hold on, not this year. 
time will be two years from now. Cause it's time out, time, yeah, time out, sure, sure, time sure, out, sure, sure, time sure. out. I want to change my answer from the podcast to go. When you said if I was to run my presidential platform, what it would be, my number one uh, thing, my presidential platform was would be that there are Improve no Improve the East. No, there would be no more conferences in the NBA. Oh, that would God. be my presidential platform. Because that would make but it the here, most But here's fair. the argument on that though. You would say, I mean, the no no more conferences, okay. Well, LeBron for the longest time was wanting to stay in the East because he always made it to the NBA finals. You saw all the all the big players run to the West to go play, even knowing that the West is pretty much stacked. The only the only players who actually made moves were were to the Nets, and the Nets. I mean, okay, yeah, that's that's the strong that's the strong team in the so, East. But you can ar- you can argue East and West, but no matter what we argue today, next year the playoffs are going to be incredible. Awesome, no, they will. The Western Conference incre- playoffs are going to be incredible. Right now, yeah, for sure. Agreed, but still, it's still playoffs. They're still playing each other. You're right. In in the East, all you have is the Bucks and the Sixers next year. The year after that, you're gonna have Bucks, Sixers, Nets. Because I mean, Kyrie just stayed in the East. He went from Boston to the Nets, and their their team's gonna be shit next year anyway. Okay. And don't discount, but two years to maybe three years from now, the Pelicans. Yes. Are going to be legit. You can't not be good with that many fucking picks. Well, the Pelicans, and you know what? No, I'm not not even. I'm not even like Zion talking about. You're just talking about Zion. I've been. I've been meaning. Yeah, but well, Zion, Lonzo, and Brandon Ingram or something like that. And six first round draft picks. You know what? You know what? The other thing I wanted actually, I wanted to put this on the conversation. We're having a conversation about the NBA. I would make the argument in 2026. That the Oklahoma the Oklahoma City Thunders are probably going to between twenty twenty four and twenty twenty seven Oklahoma City Thunders are going to the Thunder are going to win a Thunders Thunders is that the plural Thunders because yeah. they the like men and the Thunder no 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 <laughs> not just four four first they got, no, no, they got four first for just for Paul George yes. they got two more. Two more for uh, for what's Buzz? No, no, dude, for, for, no yeah, I'm pretty for sure Westbrook. No, and then they got and then they got then they got then they got what. Three, four swaps as well, and so not only do they have six first round picks they've added into there, they've also added in I think four more, four more well, first round swaps that they get yes. from those teams as well. Well, if we compare it's us ridiculous. to the if we compare it to the NFL, Cleveland's had that for a long time. It took them a decade yeah, and a half. I mean, to but get where good. they are now, though, but I mean, I mean, a decade I think, and a half. Hey, hey, we don't know. We don't know. Where are they? But but where are they now? But I mean, I'll just say, let's say this always says podcasts are not going to be good next year. But go I would, on. I would, I, I would, I wanted to make the argument to say I'm that, not going to say they're not going to be good, but they are going to be eight and eight. I wanted to make the argument that OKC just pulled off the the train robbery of the NBA. The same thing that like Jerry the Cowboys, Jones, like the, the Cowboys that Jerry Jones pulled in 89, 89 to 90, that he just, I mean, he literally just traded well, away Herschel Walker to get an ass ton of picks. I mean, that is, I mean, the I OKC, OKC did a phenomenal job. And you know what? Yes. Do we have to wait to see what the Browns are going to develop into? Yes. But do they have, do they have two of the top 10 receivers in the entire league? Yes. On, here, Do they have a I phenomenal running points. back? Yes. Do they have a they have a, 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 a quarterback last year who played pretty well? Yes. I totally forgot about that Gronk catch in yeah, the Super yeah. Bowl. So I, I got three points on that. One, sure. Did they pull off a train robbery? Yes. But guess what? They were in the fucking finals in 2012 because they had three of the best players in the league, and then they squandered that shit. So like, if I'm a fan different, of them, you have a different head coach though. If, if I'm a fan of them, I don't trust shit. Secondly, secondly. Uh, one of my predictions is Oklahoma City won't exist when they're good. They're going to be back in Seattle. That that's my other prediction. You, do you really think that's going to happen? I, well, is it a prediction? I, I wouldn't say it's a prediction. It's like I think it's going to happen. I would say 
I would not be surprised if if Oklahoma City Thunder ceased to exist. Are they still owned? They're still owned by the um uh, it's that oil, the, the, the old yeah, the oil guy. Uh, Char- uh, yeah, Charge. Oh, God damn it! It's not Schlumberger. Uh, no, it starts with the C H. The guy, it's the, the the owner drove headfirst into a bridge pylon and killed himself. Uh, uh, it's, no, it's, an oil, oh, it's an oil and gas no company. So I, I wouldn't say it's a prediction, but I would say Chesapeake. O- honestly, Chesapeake. While, Chesapeake. Yep. That's while, right. while they're tanking, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they moved. This wouldn't surprise me. Okay, hold on. Here's the thing, though. So you say that I've got two guys that I that I currently work with that both they lived in Oklahoma City with the company that I work with now. They lived there for one of them lived there for about four years. The other one lived there for I think it was like seven or eight. Both of them have vouched for saying that he goes, you would be like you'd be hard pressed to find another town that is more obsessed with um, like with a team. He said he goes, it's pretty amazing how many people kind of like they, they, they kumbaya over fucking over the thunder because that's the only thing they my have. exact my exact answer i mean look the seattle has what the mariners and they have that's better they got the mariners right that's the seahawks <laughs> the seahawks yeah sorry i forgot about that so, so the mariners and the seahawks and so do i do i do i really think that okc i think okc just like san antonio they would hold on to that that sports team with their effing just vice grips, they would not let it go. And then my third, my third point on this was I was thinking the other day. Uh, one of our first podcasts, I asked if, if uh, who is the ultimate tanking quarterback. Like if you wanted to tank, and then you, Ryan Fitzpatrick, exactly. If you wanted to tank, but you didn't want your fans to know that you were like just tanking and like uh, and make it seem like like you were trying to do something right. You'd be, you would sign Ryan Fitzpatrick because you could say, well, last year he he threw for this many yards, so we're not actually tanking, but really he's you're starting this year, right? Well, uh, it depends. Rosen is there, as well. yeah. So so I would sign Ryan Fitzpatrick if I was trying to tank, but I wanted to also sell tickets because I think, well, last year he was good, right? If I was tanking in the NBA, I would sign Chris Paul like like Thunder did. If I was tanking because we're not going to win shit, but I can at least sell tickets by saying, hey, we got Chris Paul here. He's not going to win you shit, man. That guy's a little bitch. He's not going to win you shit. I will tell you this. You say that, though. I think Chris Paul is a lot better. I mean, he, he's he's a phenomenal poor guard, point guard. Yeah. He's a phenomenal guy. I've watched Chris to pass Paul. The, to pass the ball. But think about how they've lost with Russell Westbrook, though. But Chris Russell, Paul. No, 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 no. Chris Russell, Westbrook, Russell Westbrook and, and, and Chris Paul are two different deals. I'm just saying, they're going to lose a lot more games than they did with Russell Westbrook. For sure. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'd argue that. I would maybe say, more of a I team say, sport. Maybe well, more I would like, say, I would say, I would say it's the same thing as the 2011 Mavericks. Well, why? why? And that 2011 Mavericks, Jason Kidd had what? He averaged, what, six points a game? But he was a phenomenal point guard because so, he had so many assists. Tim, let me ask you this. Would you trade? So your team last year had Paul George and Russell Westbrook. This year they have Chris Paul. So you're saying they're going to win as many games with just Chris Paul as they would with Paul George and Russell Westbrook? I wouldn't argue that. I'm not going to say. But I would say I would say they would actually they actually might have a better. It would be more exciting for the fan to watch a Russell Westbrook. I will say yes. Russell Westbrook puts up triple doubles like he's fucking just taking a shit. It's it's common for him. An argument with Tim, like I agree on some point because the NBA is a league where I feel like we watched it. We watched the best championship run in my opinion, one of the best ever for the NBA with team play. And maybe you can argue that without them there, Chris Paul is going to pass the ball around. If they if role players in, to who? I don't. I I couldn't name one other player on the team right now. Serge Ibaka is still there. I know he's not. But let's so it's like, but let's, but let's. But I mean, take take the eleven Mavericks. Collison's I mean, still there. Look, he retired. Dirk, right? Dirk was the best player. Tyson Chandler, phenomenal defender. But I would argue that after that, I mean, Jet was respected in the league. But I think if you put Chris Paul in there, and then you get not this year, 
But next year, and I don't know how much of the lifespan of Chris Paul is that's left. Maybe it's three years. Maybe it's four years. I'm thinking but, three at a decent level. Okay, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, if you surround him with with good young shooters and players, you might actually end up with a good right. team basketball. Okay, but but we're, no, we're here's talking. the problem with that though, Tim. Chris Paul's contract inhibits you from being able to surround him with good players. Right. I'm saying good young so, players, so cheap oh, young players. No. Dra- easier got, said than done. You just got you just got a bunch got a bunch of first round uh, draft picks. That you might be able to surround about. I want to clarify. I'm not talking about three years from now. I'm talking about right now. I'm not talking about three years from now. I know Chris Paul can play with good players. I'm talking about if I'm tanking right now, he's who I want. But then, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if if I'm if you're tanking right now, yes. But I would also say that you could. So I guess so much to agree yeah. with you. Then if I was the salesperson for the season ticket sales for, for OKC, I'd say, hey, become a season ticket holder now. Yes. And you know what? It'd be awesome if we had Sarah here because Sarah had to sell season tickets when the Sixers right. were in the shitter. Exactly. And you and she had to pitch. The ultimate shitter. Seriously. Yeah. And she, yeah. And you, she had to go out there and pitch that, hey, look, we got a young team that's going to be great. We got a lot of bunch of first-round first draft picks upcoming. We could do it. We could really have some phenomenal players here in the near future. Get your season ticket sales season tickets now because we're going to discount right. them, so, and so your licensing fee going forward will yeah, be nearly so, expensive. Uh, yeah, I guess the clear, clarification that, that that's kind of what I was talking about was like if if I was tanking, and I wanted to lose games, but I also wanted to sell tickets. I think he's probably right now who I would who I, I would think, choose. Yeah, I mean the summary of that argument is that Oklahoma City has positioned themselves to be. Uh, a 40 win? A 40, a 40 win? A 40, and also in one of the best positions in the NBA. But but here's the thing. They're, they're already... They're going to outlive. 40 wins, no, no, nowhere over, of course, not over 500. Think about but how... I, I would bet the OKC with Chris Paul could probably score... You're talking... There's there's a lot of skill you're not... But they're already shopping, shopping him, though. And they're in the West, too. They're not getting 50 wins I know they're in shopping the him, but they're just shopping him just for 50, the fact to be They're not getting 50 more. wins in the West if, with just if, Chris Paul. Not the West. The East, maybe. If 50 is a good... If 50 is a good team, I put Oklahoma City this year at... 30 wins. Here's what I think Oklahoma's going to do. I think they're they're shopping Chris Paul right now. They're going to try to kick him off to a team and say, hey, here's the thing. We will go ahead and we'll take on half of his contract right now, basically making it a salary dump, and we're sacrificing. That way we get picks because we've hit the restart button. We're going all the way back to what ground zero, and the salesperson. The salesperson would yeah. take the same Deal. approach in that in that scenario. Then. They would. Say, I mean, you, well, look, that, that, that's know, the I only. Know, I know our best player is. God, I can't even name who their best player behind. Is Chris Steven Adams? Steven Adams. Steven Adams. That's about it, right? Yeah. He's going to be traded too. I have no doubt he's getting traded too. You think? I really think they're both. I want get that traded. motherfucker bet, on the Mavericks so bad. So bad. I bet. I bet Steven Adams and Chris Paul won't get traded until midseason. I, I agree. I think it's coming to the playoff and the trade deadline. Yep. They'll get traded midseason. Dump them and so get even maybe, more first-round picks for maybe. it. If, like, if, they're, if they're not on track, if they're not like halfway through the season and they're on track, they're like at, if they're at like 19, 20, 21 wins halfway through the season, they'll probably keep them. But if they're not, if they're at 14, 15 games, 14, 15 why wins. Why even keep them then? You know they're not going to win. Not in the West. You know you're not going to win. It goes back to that same thing of if we can draft young players and get people in here and say, look, Yes, I know we got some young ones, but we got Stephen Adams and we got Chris Paul. Like, like let's 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 play with them. Let's let's have let's have them coach these young guys. So eventually, once their contracts expire, they retire, they get the hell out of here. We can so, have some young players who've had some mentoring on, by some on veterans. The NBA in the league. Land, like, Chad, how much time? Where are we at right now? Uh, right now we're close to an hour. All right, tell your story. Because uh, I think we're probably. You want to tell my story? Well, it's about the Mavericks, so I can do that. Okay. But. Yeah. So, but but right right quick. So for next podcast, we'll talk. We'll 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 mark mark this down. We'll talk about because everyone's basically at a duo now rather than a trio. It was yep. trios for a while. Everyone's got a duo. Luca and and um, Christophs and 
Kyrie, uh, Kyrie or not sorry, sorry, Kawhi and uh, Paul George. You know all that, so we'll talk about those those duos next. Russell and James. Yeah, what's we'll, we'll, yeah? We'll Except talk. for oh, Russell and James, it's like that's the, a weird the duo. Lakers, the Lakers don't have a duo; they've got a fucking quadruple. Like they got they got five great players on their team. So yeah, we'll we'll Anyways, we'll, we'll jump into that uh, next next time, and we'll, we'll get more NBA talk there. But right now, we're gonna do Chad. Oh, this is gonna be a story time with Chad. All right. So today, I was at a swim party with my uh, cousin and his daughter's birthday, sweet sixteen, whatever. So. We're over at my uh, my cousin's house, and he told me a story about how one, he works for a company as a senior vice president, and one of the owners of the company bought tickets to this. He's a season ticket holder for the Mavericks, and he bought tickets to some event where Dirk is guaranteed to sign whatever you bring. Like, it's a Dirk meet and greet, guaranteed. So basically what happened was they so many people out of the season ticket group bought tickets to this that they ran out of spaces and he's one of the people that got axed. So he's your like, cousin what? was my, my cousin's boss was oh, your cousin's one of the boss. Of his companies. Okay, okay, so my cousin okay. went to all is just told me that story. They just heard. So basically it was like, they sent him an email and they're like, Hey, we're sorry, but more people bought tickets to this event than we thought they would. Dirk's leaving. So is this last season? So like, is what it is. We're sorry. Get basically get fucked. Like it's over. Here's your money back is what it is. And he emailed Mark Cuban directly. And he's like, hey, man, I'm not here to complain or like bitch like some whiny girl, whatever. Like, I just want to say that I paid for this. I paid for season tickets for like the last decade. My son wants to meet Dirk more than anybody. And this would mean the world to him to do this. And they're not like major season ticket holders. They're like, up, you know, upper tier. Yeah, but, but, but they've paid good money. For to a have long time. Tickets, and they're yeah. massive Mavericks fans. Like, they're diehard Mavericks fans. They email Mark Cuban directly and they say all this like, hey, I just think that if you offer a service and we pay for it, that you should go out of your way to make it happen. If it isn't happening on the same day, maybe make it happen another day for these overflows, whatever. Mark Cuban calls him directly through his email signature. And he's like, hey, man, this is Mark Cuban. I want you to come down to the AAC and wait it, wait it, uh, uh, will call or whatever. And this person, this female, that's one of our lead sales reps is going to meet you there. Bye. And just hung up. That was it. And he's like, I don't even know this is going to happen. You know, it's two months down the road. Who knows this bullshit? But they go, they go and they stand there. And this lady walks up. She's like, Hey, Mike, is that you? You know, you Mike? She's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, you're, you're by yourself today. Or he had his family with him. He's like, you know, you're the only one in this. Like, uh, Mark has a really special evening plan for you. And basically what happened, they went to the game. They, they, he gave them courtside seats. Oh, to, so, so, so this was while the season was still going on. While the season was still okay. going on. Okay. So they gave them courtside seats under one of the one of the hoops. Like they gave them like badass courtside seats. Yeah. And he just thought that was the end of it. He's like, holy shit, Mark Cuban, listen to me. And, and, and I missed a step. But in the meantime, like before, after the call, Mark Cuban sent him an email and said, hey, I just want to say, being a business owner, the most important thing to me is getting these escalations, like getting escalations from fans, customers, as I see them, telling me what went wrong. He's like, I don't run this. I didn't run this event. Like I, I wanted it to happen, but like I have very highly paid VPs that run these kind of things and they failed you. And I want to make you know that as a CEO of this company, that's not going to happen. So he's like, you know, show up and talk to this girl. That's basically how it went. So he went there and talked to him. They gave him courtside seats, and after the game, they had a concierge service walk over to him and his two kids and his wife. And we're like, he's like, this is enough. This is plenty, blah, blah, blah. I got to walk down the player tunnel and see all this stuff. Like, I've sat courtside. I got lucky enough. Our good friend James uh, hooked me up courtside. We did walk down the player's tunnel. Got to see players walk by. So it was cool as shit. 
they did all that and they're like we're good we're even like bygones be bygones like no 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 follow me so he followed mark mark cuban came out there with a sales rep like in the middle of a game like the fourth quarter late game came out grabbed him and walked him back to this he said this big old fancy mahogany door that leads to their locker room and he's like just stand here he's like this is the last time you'll see me you know mark said that he's like yeah. the last time you'll see me i've got other things to go do but these three people are going to take care of you and i promise you this is going to be the night of your life so after the game all of the players came out and every one of them was briefed on this family being there and was like, Hey, like you're Mike, right? Like, yeah, we want to take pictures with you. So he ended up getting autographs from every single player, like Luca, all these people, like, uh, this was Chris Apps is already there. Everybody. They all took pictures with him and his family. That some of his kids. And then at the end of that, he walked them out to center court and he's like this. And he didn't, but the sales rep did. She walked him out there. He's like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, like, we're so thankful for you being a Mavericks Homer. Like you haven't given us, She's like, in a respectful way, she's like, you haven't paid us enough to like present this kind of opportunity. But she's like, knowing that you're a loyal fan, that's what we care about in Dallas. That's all we care about is loyalty. Like Dirk is the epitome of that. And as she's saying that, Dirk just walks out to center court and plays like two-on-two basketball with like his, like him and his dad and his two kids play two-on-two basketball with Dirk and all get their shit signed by Dirk. And Mark Cuban sends him a personalized letter signed by him and stuff. And Like just literally, this is a guy, run-of-the-mill Six-figure, low six-figure salary guy, you know, bought season tickets for the last decade, sent an email to Mark Cuban, and that was the treatment he got. But I just caught, like, that story, I was like, holy shit, like, that makes me love the Mavericks just that much more. Like, Oh, is, yeah. No, that's, That's dude. the epitome of what you expect from that team. Yeah. Like, that's what I've come to expect now is, like, those stories happen. No, that's that, not dude. happening in L.A. That's not happening in no. New York. There ain't no that's way. That's my president. Home. That's, that's, my my president. President. <laughs> that's my president. That's my president. Dirk? Yeah. How badass yeah. would that be, though? Cuban, Cuban Dirk 2020. I mean, Let's do like this shit. That whole story goes, everything has happened except you never met Dirk. But the entire night is set up so that you end up on center court with your family. And Dirk walks out and hangs out with you for a fucking hour and plays basketball with you. Like, that uh, on, is... On that... Few things. One, Dirk's so Dirk's pretty fucking badass. Just playing yeah. with the, you know out there for that long. He, he just that's just him, and yep. there's not enough words. It was a story ever put on yeah. ESPN. No, 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 of course not. Like no, this was just. No, well, you yeah. know what happens? You know what? Though, is like, like is like if you'd ask Dirk, do you want us to report on this? Dirk would probably be like, Nah, dude. Like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Like, I don't I don't need your press. Hey, and, and, and you know what? And there's no telling. In the past fucking 21 years that he played for the Mavericks. How many times that's happened? There's no telling how many times. Yeah. Just like, or, or some sort of aspect say, of that happened. I would say that I bet I bet the Mavs got, get, will get more season ticket holders out of that story, yeah. whether it's now or 10 years from now. That story from made that, me from, want to go buy from, season from, tickets. From, that, from that story, then if you put it on the ES, if you put it on ESPN and someone reads like, oh man, that's super cool. Okay, the end. John, forget yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. Dump yeah. it out of your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but, but, but the word of mouth, it being passed along. Yeah, no, like, that's, I, that, cool. that's I mean that's legit. When I heard that story. I was like, damn, that is like yeah, that's fucking bad. For one, it's a dream. But like, but we, we also I think in Dallas we've gotten lucky because they are the ownership of our sports franchise. Well, this two in particular, I don't say think that Jerry Jones is like that level of cool like email you into because Mark Cuban's like no, there's another fucking level of owner. Yeah. But like Jerry Jones is pretty fucking badass, and he, you know say what you will about his like football decisions, but he is like he does really care about the Cowboys, you know, and Mark Cuban isn't just rich dude. He's rich dude. He really fucking cares, you know, and, and we've gotten pretty lucky. We don't have this weird nameless ownership that, you know, uh, whatever that we, we've gotten pretty lucky with. with and that, that. Well, Q, Cuban understands, like he understands the impact of social media and like in the connectedness 
of being able to have that 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 contact between customer and business owner. He Easy understands to, that. That's good business. Yes. That is good business. Yeah. That's like calling Amazon and they take care of you, going like they did with our mixer. But when they take care of you and they're like, we're going to do this, so, this, and this and make it worth your while. That, that like guy, this. after they told him, hey, we're not going to allow you in this event, I don't know what his thought process was, but I can imagine the next time it comes to sign up for season tickets, Maybe you start thinking like, well, shit, if they treat their ticket holders like this, then maybe, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm, 200 level. You know, I, like. I, I'm, I'm sure he may have bought him anyway. But now, now he's fucking guaranteed for the next two decades. That guy is gulking that team until he dies. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 oh, that, sure. That, 100%. And everybody hears guaranteed. that story is probably going to be a, a semblance of that yeah. same gulking. They're Absolutely. like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. what a. You, you do that one thing, which, by the way, cost you fucking nothing. Yeah. All you had to do was turn the lights on in the AAC, basically. Like, that's all you had to do. And Mark Cuban literally well, told him, You just like, leave them on yeah, after the exactly, game. Exactly and Mark right. Cuban literally told him, like, you did the right thing. Like, you didn't complain. You weren't an asshole to me. You just let me know, like, hey, I'm a season ticket holder. I tried to do this event, and it was sold out, and it's bullshit. And he's like, that was bullshit. He's like, I didn't know that it fell apart like that. It's like, so here you go. No, that's... I mean... I mean that... Dude, I heard that today, and I was just like... Give me a tear in my eye. Like, that's just more fuel onto the fire of how much I love Dirk and the Cuban era. Like, it's been so good, so normal, like, so just human. And, that- and, you, and you want to know, like, another thing that I think is going to be really great going forward is Dirk is going to he, – he will still be a part of the match. He pretty much made that clear. Like, I'm going to be here. I'm yeah. going to be a part of this. For sure. In some, similar, in some way, I'm going to be a part of this, but – yeah, that story, I, I don't know. It, it, it got to me. Badass. Fucking oh, no. makes me want to go Shit, buy dude. season tickets. Y'all want to go in together and do it? I don't do know. It. But Actually, in all, I'm, so, I'm out. So, so we, <laughs> well, I, I got a buddy who he buys, uh, he does, man, I want to say they sell packages where you can buy like a quarter of, of the home games. Mm-hmm. And he does that every year. But so he will go to a large majority of the games but then, like, when they have, like, Golden State come in or something, he sells those just because he's like, Make I can literally pay. Bit. He's like, I can pay for the entire quarter that I paid for, and I, I just go to all the other games. He's like, he goes, man, I, I've seen Golden State. I've seen Lakers, yeah, yeah, yada, whatever. He's like, and so I sell the other ones, and it covers what I paid for my quarter of the season. And that it is what it is. So. I, I like when they do like a like package or like they'll be like a quarter season or they might. Oh yeah, for sure. They, they might Rangers be, are the best about that. Yeah, they, they might, eight games. Yeah, they, like, they might even be your... like. Um, one time we bought. Uh, my mom bought us like so the Rangers were selling them like by certain things like it would be like. Um, I forget what they were calling them, but like like there's one package where it was like when the Rangers played, it was like the Yankees, the Red Sox, and someone else. Or they played. They called it the the Northeast Blitz. <laughs> Northeastern. North <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I do like that kind of I like that kind of thing. I. I don't know. Um, I never had season tickets with anywhere. But nah, anyway. shit. I, fuck, I haven't either. I haven't either. Tim's got North Texas season tickets, though, baby. Mingering! Hell, he didn't even go there. He went to Hogwarts. So. Yeah, anyways. I got I got season tickets to the Quidditch matches at, uh, at Hogwarts. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> Man, you, were you there when Victor Crumb caught that snip? Hell yeah! <laughs> I was drunk as shit. Victor I butter beer on that God damn it, Ryan. Hey, you, you literally, you remember every character. I just said I got drunk off of butter beer. So I was sitting on that, that same note. My other cousin today, his brother, I was talking to him. He just he just fell into Cowboy season tickets. We, we, we asked you for one story. Okay. <laughs> well, I, how many seats? So it's two seats in the 300 level, but his his best friend's stepfather passed away. And he has had season tickets since like 1987 at Texas Stadium, oh. and he got grandfathered in. I bet he got them real cheap ones. then. 
He got grandfathered in choosing good seats, so he picked the club level on the 30-yard line where they can basically... You Tex, look, Tex you Schramm look, was selling those for like yeah. two packs of Red Man Seriously. or something like that. So, yeah. got, so when they picked the seats, it, because they're from Texas Stadium, it, it, it was like a, a legacy thing. Like how yeah. far back grandfathered were you, you can pick your yeah. seats. Yeah. So they picked real early. They picked club level in the 300s where they could... They, look, they went in there and they sat all day and they figured out what they wanted where they could look up and see the TV and look down at the 30-yard line and see the full field. So his whole family isn't that big of sports fans. And they came to my cousin Scott and they were like, hey, do you have any interest in buying these tickets? And he's just like, yeah. Yeah, he's not hurting it. He's not hurting at all financially. So he's like, oh, yeah. he like, yeah, sure. So he said that he did the math. And if he sells three games a year, he will make back every single dollar in one year and then be able to just make money from then on. Hmm. It's insane how much that shit costs. Oh, for sure. No, dude. The, the, I told the, him, like, you need an extra seat. Like, the, the, the secondary market for, like, games at Jerry World is... By the way, did you guys know that Brian... Ho- is it Brian or Brandon Hoyer? Brian Hoyer? Is it Brian? Yeah. yeah. Brian Hoyer was the backup quarterback for the Patriots this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I... I, I just honestly, completely it. forgot that, and I just saw it on the TV. Oh, um, well, that was a good story, Chad. Appreciate well, it. Well, Chad, on that note. Press that button. We're going to be press pressing that. that button. Press, press that, that button. button. Press, press that button. Press it. Press it.